0: talking about pt anderson punch drunk love might be one of my all-time like top five favorite movies Mm -hmm. and this might be i I don't want to hijack this transition um but i was thinking this would be a perfect segue into our discussion of charlottesville Uh
1: uh-huh
0: i have a new theory about punch drunk love okay and you like that movie too right
1: yeah we just watched it like a month ago maybe. Okay. Cuz I don't think Julia had seen it.
0: I have a running theory now uh that Trump is Philip Seymour Hoffman's character <laughs> in Punch-Drunk Love. He is somebody who sets up a system that exploits people who use it. And then That that exploits, yeah. He sets up a system for people to use and then exploits them when they do use it. Mm -hmm. So he runs this phone sex line that he then uses to kind of terrorize uh, Barry Egan, um, Am Sandler's character. And um, Am Sandler is basically like, as he's arguing, like, you're a bad person. Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, his response is like, "Well, you're the pervert. Like you did it." And basically, yeah. Adam Sandler's character is like, "Well, you're the one who like set it up. Like you're yeah. the one who's doing this, right. you know." And uh, all that Philip Seymour Hoffman's character can do is like bluster, right? Yeah. Is the shut, 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 <laughs> shut up. You know, that's like that's a a Trumpian response, and then yeah. an outsized like threat where he's like, I'm gonna kill you. And it ends with him completely powerless in the face of somebody just basically standing up for themselves, mm-hmm. and being like, You have no power over me, right. Like, as much as you think you can use your powers to exploit me, and as much as you can try and say, like, You know, you're fake news, like, you're wrong, you're fake news, you're like an, an attack there's nothing there but mm-hmm. also like he does set up the game and then exploit anybody who plays it mm-hmm. you know he says the the dumb thing or sets it up and then when people you know jump on board he basically like pulls the rug out from under them and leaves them there he abandons them you know mm-hmm. he has no loyalty
1: yeah i mean i, I have i can see elements of it in that character i just have a hard time assigning any sort of agency to Donald Trump. Like to me Donald Trump is what happens when you give a sack of meat 10 billion dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I just can't like a lot of the criticism of Trump falls short for me because it gives him any credit whatsoever. I just think he's such an idiot. Yeah, I just um, think he's really so Like, I'm not trying to exaggerate. I'm not trying to be mean. I think he's just really, really, really dumb. Yeah, I just don't think he knows what's going on.
0: I I want to say, before we really get into this discussion, I do kind of want to front porch this with how the climate, this kind of political discourse climate Mm -hmm. made me feel. When I was younger... Um, in like middle school, high school, my friends, and I a little bit. Although I was the quickest one to jump off this bandwagon, my friends mainly would do this thing, where just to get you, they would just start saying like, "Look how mad he is." Right. Now you could either be you <laughs> look could, at this
1: psycho. Right?
0: You could be arguing about something, <laughs> right. and as soon as they are done, yeah. they just go look how mad he is. And just by saying, look how mad he is, it's over. It's done. No argument. It can be had anymore. You are, you lost. You're the idiot. You're dumb. And there's no way to recover from it. And it was the most infuriating thing. I remember going to them one-on-one away from everybody else and being like, listen, guys, I can't do it anymore. Right. You can't look how mad he is. I'm being dead serious, you know. And like they yeah. were like laughing, yeah. and they like did it to me right then. You yeah. know, I mean it. Yeah, it's br-
1: It was brutal. No, Marco and I still do that to each other. Oh, we like. Op- that's how we open some of our conversations. How mad he is! Someone will say something, and then someone else will be like, "Whoa, calm down!" Just- right. <laughs> it's not a big deal. i was just saying this. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's exactly where we're at. Where all you have to do is be like. Trump, right? And somebody's like, "What, look how mad he is." Mm-hmm. "Whoa, whoa, whoa, buddy, look how mad you are." Yeah. You're, you know, and it's like, "No, you can't do that here." Like this this actually matters. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as you want to look how mad he is your way through this or kind of like distract with a separate argument, throw mm-hmm. like, "Well, look at everybody else who did mm-hmm. whatever," which is why I've been rejecting since he was on the campaign trail, anybody who said, but look at, it's like there is no but. There is Mm -hmm. no other entity than him. Like, focus on that. Don't focus on the other entities. Yeah, the other entities could be bad and terrible, but what about this one? Mm -hmm. Just let's look at how big this black hole is, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think that we will see that he is probably the biggest kind of, universe sucking force that is in play right now and can we deal with that mm-hmm. like everybody wants to like look how Maddie is oh, uh, you know and it's like now we're at this point and everyone's just double down on it mm-hmm. it's it's again it's a look how mad he is thing and i feel like with this if anybody listens to it as soon as they hear like trump and then hear a sigh their immediate brain reaction is going to be like the these are the mad guys. Yeah. Look like yeah. how mad these guys are, you know. Are the
1: snowflakes. And the most ironic thing about that is just like Donald Trump is the ultimate snowflake. Yeah. If you're going by their definition, by the alt right, or I don't want to I don't want to say all right. Yeah. But if you're going by like the trollish definition of snowflakes, Donald Trump is the A one prime example of a snowflake. Right. Such a baby. Yeah. Right. I love, I mean, anybody who
0: leaves, like, I love the disbanding of his kind of business council. Right. And as soon as the last person jumps ship, he's like, I'm disbanding it. Right. Like, he can't, the first one leaves, he's like, Yeah, buddy, go deal with those overblown right. pharmacy prices, you know, yeah. drug prices, outrageous. Like, he can't just let anybody go without like calling attention to it or trying yeah. to like put them down. And, it does. It just exposes like again this gaping void of ego, you yeah. know, that is just that will just never be enough. And it's it's gotten to the point with Charlottesville, like watching people bend and contort themselves to somehow dodge every bullet that Trump himself is firing. Like you don't even have to take the events of Charlottesville, which I'm happy to focus on, those mm-hmm. you can just take what Trump has said about it, and that creates a hail of bullets that I don't see how people can dodge through and like get through in one piece. Mm-hmm. And some people are trying to do it. Oh, well, when he was saying both sides, the Antifa are you know, mm-hmm. it's like the Antifa who, like, can you in a picture, can you point out who is Antifa in mm-hmm. that in that counter, you know, right. kind of protest? Right, because and I when, can
1: point to this guy. Holding a shield with Nazi symbolism on it, yeah. and say that guy's a Nazi. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. you know, and and they still want to like contort. And even when they don't get through, when you're like, "Ooh, buddy, you just took a headshot." Mm-hmm. Like, no, I didn't. No, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm okay. And it's like, no, I literally saw your argument like go down, and then the bullet go into your your head and come out right. the other side. It's like, "No, I didn't. Yeah. I'm okay." You know?
1: Yeah. The th- the thing about about that aspect of the coverage that doesn't that really bothers me that doesn't make any sense is that this idea of like the left and the right when we're talking about a "quote unquote white nationalist unite the right rally the that's being organized right by a white supremacist it's being a white
0: supremacist uh, su- supremacist snowflake
1: right it's who being got run out of attended town. by all of these different chapters of white nationalists from across the country and to me the biggest talking point that it seems like and I'm not fault I I don't watch I'm not watching TV I don't watch TV so I'm getting any coverage of this I get I'm getting from Reddit or I'm getting from the podcasts I listen to right so so maybe people are talking about it I'm it I'm just not seeing it but I'm seeing a lot of right and left cover talking points, even so much. So with Trump where he's like, you know, distinguishing between the two sides. And what I want to know is like, when did the people on the right, whoever that is, conservatives, Republicans, like whatever that is now, when did they become comfortable and accepting of the KKK? Like in my mind, The KKK does not represent the right side of our political spectrum. The KKK is not in our political spectrum, right? They should have no political representation whatsoever. Their beliefs do not fit in our structure, in our societal structure. Yeah. So why is this Klan rally being split into the right and the left, where people are all of a sudden so willing to label anyone who was there to protest against white supremacy as the left and somehow, like, indicate that that's a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's gotten so far, it's gotten so divisive to the point that you're willing to lump the KKK into your side of the argument just so you can bash the left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't claim to, I don't claim to, uh, I don't claim to uh, represent or to associate with either of those sides or either of those labels, but if you had to force me to pick a side between the side that's accepting the KKK or the side that's accepting the people who are fighting the KKK, I will gladly take the people who are fighting the KKK. You know what I mean? Even if they didn't have permits, right? Which they did. Which they did. Right? Even if all this stuff that you're saying was true, which isn't true, even if that stuff was true, even if they are infringing on the KKK's freedom of speech, I'm still taking the people who are fighting the KKK. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and to me, that's been the craziest thing that people have gotten so wrapped up in this right versus left thing Mm -hmm. that they've somehow confused themselves into thinking that they are on the same side of the argument as the KKK. Even though, hey, maybe the KKK is, they're on the extreme right, but you're still like on the right side with them. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, in reality, they should not be, they're not a factor, period. Yeah. They're not on the right, the left, the middle. They are they don't exist in our political spectrum. They yeah. should not be there at all.
0: I find it hilarious watching people take, you know, what's what's happening and try to apply the old their old arguments to it. So people who will sometimes on the left or right just kind of be like, Listen, man, both sides are it's like, go oh, on. Nope, not in this situation. They're like, oh, okay, all right. Um, well what if I what if I say uh well you know there are uh we we just need to keep you know moving forward and and get Trump out of there in two years and just not give all these things uh you know the more coverage than they deserve, mm-hmm. right? That's one thing that I've heard where people are like, listen. If we just ignore these idiots, then it'll be, and those that's coming from like people who are like I'm woke, man, you know what I mean, like this mm-hmm. isn't coming from like people who are who would i think in their minds even try to say like I'm trying to defend Republicans or whatever. Mm-hmm. these are like normally these are probably like libertarians if i if I actually got into their politics, mm-hmm. but my Facebook feed like I've seen that too, it's like, no, you can't apply old arguments to benign you know. And, and, again, I was trying to argue with somebody, like, I'm not even saying that what happened before this was benign. Like, because they were basically saying, like, everyone's screaming at a 10, man. And now this happened. Like, no one is not going to make the waves that it should because everyone's been at 10. Mm-hmm. It's like, if he keeps acting at a 10 and people keep responding at a 10, then that is appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the quote unquote, like, the media's fault if people are not giving a, a, a situation the gravity it deserves and you are you know, kind of supporting that idea by like perpetuating this idea that like, hey man, there's a lot of noise going out there in the world and uh, this is just another part of the chatter. It's like, not, not with this. Mm. And, and the way that I've tried to art- articulate why this is different than even the Russia stuff, why it's different than Trump's tax returns, why it's different than the travel ban, which again, to me, all of those are a ten. Like I, I don't see it a problem as like shouting, maybe I'll put his tax returns a nine. But I think that there's something there, right? But I don't I don't have a problem being like, hey man, there's smoke over here and there's a burning fire over here. And because I alerted you of smoke over here or just said, Hey, I think I see smoke, doesn't take away from the fact that I'm screaming fire here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. Like that that is an old art. like. So what I think distinguishes Charlottesville is its specific ties to racism, which I think racism is a core issue of humanity. I think it goes back to the, to the beginnings of our civilization, right? This idea, this, this impulse to enslave other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that goes back again to like, Rome was built on the back of slaves, right? Egypt was built on the backs of slaves. America is built on the back of slaves Mm -hmm. and that addressing that is actually like a core fundamental issue of humanity. Now, if you want to bring up like what you were saying, like the Antifa, right? How far back are we going for this kind of violent opposition to fascists? You know, Mm -hmm. as old as fascism, how old is fascism? You know? And I know these, all things are iterated. But racism is a direct line, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it goes further back than communism, you know? So I'd rather address the core issue that now we have a president standing up, not equivocating in, in some halfway about, uh, you know, again, a travel ban, which, again, is terrible and worthy of being, like, shouted down and protested mm-hmm. and ignored and challenged in the courts. But he is saying, you know, you can believe in white supremacy and Nazism in a way that will encourage violence on people other than you. And again, another thing that drives me crazy there's a 20 minute Vice documentary with, you know, some reporting, but a lot of footage Mm -hmm. on the ground of the people protesting. And again, Watch that document. It's not long. Like, yeah. Watch it. See the people shouting, "Jews will not replace us," and <laughs> right. listen to the guy saying, "You know, we are violent." He's like, yeah. "I'm not saying that we're not violent. Right? We are. But they feel like they've been pushed this far. Right? And they're the ones only with shields with assault rifles. Right. So you know, we are dealing with a powder keg that taps into a core." Issue of humanity that goes back millennia that has sparked already one civil war. You can't sit there and say that this is equivalent to the other things that Trump has said, or somehow is like something that can just be like, we'll roll past it, like we've rolled through the other Mm -hmm. controversies. Like that would be a travesty if we did that, you know. Mm -hmm. And somebody on my Facebook feed just jumped on there today and was like, you know, it's just sad to. uh think that uh if no one had brought up talk about the uh about the uh statue, no Nazis would have shown up, and Heather Heyer would still be alive today. Mm-hmm. It's like there'd still be Nazis in our country mm-hmm. you know so because uh, uh, an issue brought out the worst of society, we should be like, well, let's never do that again
1: mm-hmm.
0: what what it doesn't even make sense to me,
1: yeah uh I, I, we talked about this a while ago on the podcast this idea of the antifa movement but this idea of like freedom of speech versus letting versus not letting people express
0: hatred
1: beliefs that have been historically proven to lead to you know sort of violent action like the KKK, or like what we're seeing now, basically. Um, and after. After, uh. You know, all the coverage that's been going on the past couple of days, and reading stuff, and I want to know, like, I want to know why this sort of behavior and rhetoric is covered under freedom of speech, because I can't. Like, it's illegal for me to walk into a theater, a crowded theater, and yell fire and cause mass panic, right? Like, that is illegal. That is not covered under freedom of speech, right? Because I'm, like, inciting a riot. Yeah. Even though all I'm doing is I'm just speaking, right? I'm just saying something. I don't have any weapons. I'm not attacking anybody, right? And But somehow, organizing, you know, thousands, hundreds, if not thousands of people under a banner of uh, threatening language, online, uh, you know, uh, of a long history of of online threats, right? But under a banner of this idea of, like, ethnostate that requires, that would require, like, violent physical removal and then all these people organize in one area they show up with shields and armor and they're chanting stuff like Jews will not replace us and they're chanting stuff like blood and soil in right. reference to uh you know uh Nazi party right how was that covered under freedom of speech how is that not the same thing as walking into a public space and yelling fire and yeah. inciting a riot to me it's the same thing
0: well i um i saw i wish i could
1: find it like you're expressing beliefs i suppose but those beliefs are inherently violent and uh inciting
0: so i saw an infographic Today I wish I could find it, um, but basically it, it takes uh, this theory by a philosopher uh, named Karl Popper, uh, who in 1945, kind of in response to Nazi Germany, came up with his paradox of tolerance mm-hmm. uh, concept. the The idea is pretty simple: that uh, if a society is tolerant without limit their ability to be tolerant will eventually be seized or destroyed by the intolerant. So you know, you basically in saying, um, hey, we are a tolerant society, so we will give opportunity for this person to stand up and state their beliefs." And that person stands up and says, Jews should be killed. Right. Well, now you as the tolerant society are like, okay, I, I wish you wouldn't have said that Mm-hmm. But maybe let's get some more people in here to counter that idea. Well, that person then keeps on saying and preying on whoever these people are, right? Now, mm-hmm. what are the problems of these of these people who identify with you know, neo-Nazis? And sometimes it is, you know, I think it's it's easy to dismiss, but I think there's maybe some reality in, like, they are the disenfranchised of our society because of what, they don't feel empowered? Mental illness? Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be plain and simple uh, d- you know, dissatisfaction mm-hmm. with their life. Like,
1: fear. Th- fear. They had a bad experience with a black person.
0: Right. Now they listen to this one person say we need to kill the Jews, and they start convincing themselves that this is a power stance, this makes sense, this is giving me direction. This is focusing my anger. This is giving me a reason to own an assault rifle. This is now giving me a reason to prey upon my fantasies of driving a car into, you know, a group full of people. Mm-hmm. This is now giving a fringe element the right to go and get violent. So Timothy McVeigh can blow up the Oklahoma, uh blow, blow up a, a, a building, a Fed building in um Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And I can. Either become radicalized like that, or just keep my identity focused around these principles of that feed my fear and intolerance and give myself some feeling of direct like if you see mm-hmm. how how connected those people were at least pretending to be in that group, you saw a desperation to connect right they felt like they had something you know and uh and I think that that unity of idea is going to overpower the passivity of the tolerant because the tolerant are not motivated to kill, right? Mm-hmm. So they will and can get power, and we've seen like how you can get power in today's society. You can be, like you said, sack of meat that has right. a bunch of money and became semi-sentient, and you can be carried along by the backs of Stephen Miller, you know, Bannon, yeah. People who have far more nefarious, you know, ideas and goals than you do, and you're just going to be a puppet, but then those ideas and principles are going to be enacted. And that's where I feel like Charlottesville matters, because this is, to me, a violent kind of call to arms and action and unifying call. If we don't address, we're going to, that wound is not healing you know yeah. and i think that we need to respond not with violence but with clear denunciation that these values and principles do not have a place in our society mm-hmm. no tolerant society would have a place for them you know so that's not me being intolerant it's me just being just street smart just self-preservation smart just tolerant smart you know mm-hmm. so it's not to me it's not an issue of of tolerance Uh, Especially because I think, again, humanity is not, we're not on this Kubrickian 2001 Space Odyssey scale of heightened enlightenment that we're just always moving towards and reaching. We are in a cycle of human nature that is like, we won't, we are Icarus. We're never going to achieve the sun, you know? Mm -hmm. We're always going to plummet back down to Earth and be you know swallowed in the mire of insane people kim jong-un you know kim jong-il un Mm. all of them right uh putin china you know like so uh, i i just i don't see this kind of like um idyllic response to a situation like this that is either pushing me to ignore it or Trying to use old arguments on it to intellectualize it away, or you know, dismiss it in any way. I think it's, I think it's real, and I can't stop thinking and talking about it because I think it matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I mean?
1: Um, one one something that I was something that I thought, uh, and this is just something I think in general about, like, protests, I guess. And uh, it's easy to say it now, of course. And I completely understand the sort of instinct to, especially, like, watching that Vice documentary or seeing any of this coverage. It's just the instinct to just be, like, seeing one of those guys and being like, I would love to just... Knock that guy's teeth out. You know what I mean? But like the when Trump, not long after Trump was elected, they had a woman's march in downtown Norfolk that we went to. My wife wanted to go too, so we took our girls down there. And within 30 seconds of being there, I hear a group of people chanting something. And I think to myself, don't agree with that. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think part of that is like, a lot of these movements not having a leader. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone to like focus on and really rally around. And so you just get a bunch of like people standing around who are like, we're excited to be here, mm. but we're all here for kind of different reasons. Where are we yeah. going? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I think it, it is also something that like this, uh, uh, these white supremacists have going for them is they seem to have these figures that they latch onto, like, you know, the Cantwell, however, you know, absurd that guy is, you know, it seems like he's carries some weight. Um, So they can sort of organize well and pull a bunch of these people together. And then they're faced with just a group of sort of randoms who are like, we want to do something, but you know what I mean? Like I just heard about this from a friend, so we're here.
0: I'm sorry, to say you know you know who the organizing figure is, right? It's Trump. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like that is he is the figure that they've been able to delude themselves is strong enough in power. Sure. Yeah. I mean, to, he's
1: like a he's like a figurehead, though. I mean, like Cantwell, David Duke are more mm-hmm. like on the uh, boots concrete, on the ground. right? But yeah. I I think. I think the all, I think the I think the protest here is to just not show up, right? Like I understand that um, they got they got they were denied through city council, right? The Unite the Right movement was denied through city council. They took it to the federal courts. The federal courts approved it, so there was like nothing city council can do. But to me the protest is to give them no attention whatsoever you know, local businesses close for the day. Like, just make the place a ghost town mm. because what, what, when you get the opposite of that, which is what we got, obviously the worst that can happen happened and, and somebody dies, which is the worst thing that could happen. But then you're also getting all of this coverage. And all, what all of this coverage is going to do is it's going to frustrate people like us. But for people who are like on the edge of that like white supremacist stuff, they're going to be like hey those guys uh kind of look like me i can relate to some of what they're saying and and it's going to grow and all of the div- divisive rhetoric is going to just empower them even more you, you know what i mean and i f- i just feel like there's uh like like you think about the last time that a clan rally made the news, it was fairly recent actually, but it was because this clan showed up to some place, I can't remember what it was, downtown, and nobody else showed up and one of the guys shot himself in the foot. And like that was it. That was all that happened. You know what I mean? And it's like, if these if 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 these people just like keep showing up and 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 not only that, like they're showing up to quote unquote protest the statue being taken down. However, Le- legitimate that is or not, like
0: it was never about the statue.
1: It was never about the statue, regardless. But like the thing's are already being taken down, anyways. You know what I mean? <laughs> like city council is not going to change their vote because a bunch of KKK guys showed up. and was like, "No, right. we want this thing." You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I feel like, and and like I said, I completely understand and sympathize and relate to the inst what I feel like would be like an instinctual feeling of like all of these assholes are gathering here. I need, to, I need there. to be there and show them that we don't want them here. But I feel like the the better way to actually accomplish that would be to just sit at home and play Xbox all day and like not give them the time. Because then it's like, then all of a sudden you have, I feel like you would have all these dumbass college kids who feel like they've been discriminated against because minorities get special uh, scholarships like, nobody cares about this, I feel like that would, that would encourage them to rethink their position more than being met with any sort of opposition, like direct, physical, or even just, like, confrontation.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I want to make this distinction. I know that this is 100% not what you're saying, but I don't want any equivocation because I saw this on my Facebook as well. There is no blame for anybody who got injured, or especially for uh, Heather Hare, you know, right. who was murdered for showing up down there.
1: No, absolutely not. And I, I don't
0: care if a person is Antifa or whatever else. Like, if they are down there to protest Nazis, right, then it is not their fault if they got beaten, if they got attacked. If right. They got hit by a car. So, but what what I will say is I, I think that number one, in an ideal world, I think you're right. It would obviously never happen. That, right. that would mm-hmm. never be the case. Because, and this is this is something that's that is I want to be delicate in saying, but I think it's true too. You know, you see some people now jumping up locally or whatever. And now it's all about, we need to get these statues out now more. I can't look at them anymore. Make me throw up. (laughs) And these are people who've been living in the shadow of these statues. Yeah. You know, forever, since forever. And I have to say that I probably am a little more distrustful of people like myself. Like if you're white and now you're re you know, leading the rally cry to take down these racist statues. Mm-hmm. There is an element in me who that that's like, is it just your on your bucket list to get like pepper sprayed? Like, <laughs> is this all just a, a front for you to have an experience? Right. You know. Yeah. And that is a real kind of draw of human nature as well, right? To kind of like. I want to fight in a war. Why do you want to fight in a war? It's terrible. Mm. Well, it seems cool, yeah. you know? So there, there is that impulse too that I think is always going to be there. There are people who just want to experience something or have a fight or feel like I, I have a story now to tell and make it about themselves. And they're always going to show up, you know? They're always yeah. going to be like, be, be the ones. But I also am kind of, I also think about the guy who started. The the unite the right and say uh, and seeing him get run off by a crowd of people
1: <laughs> that now that was great but he's giving like a public speech
0: well exactly so so that's one of the things that I that I'm so the people will show and up and you can far. tell
1: that guy is also such a wimp oh he is. and he you can tell he has no convictions whatsoever
0: no no no, no. he he's a he's a total wimp but yeah. um you know you see him get run off and you're like yeah and if they had their you know, empty nothing but Nazi clan people, it might have been a little boring, but the news media would have been there mm-hmm. and they would have said whatever they wanted to say. They would have said, like, look how intimidated everybody is, they're all scared of us. See, this is our strength, we're mm-hmm. here now, blah 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 blah, and spin it any way they want. And there wouldn't have been people to like, like, he was standing up to give a public address that was basically like. Shame on you, people, for for coming in here and starting this right, violence, right? Right, right? And then right. Trump could have just like said, yeah, interrupting our free speech. Interrupting our free speech, right. and and for him to get run off was exactly what needed to happen. <laughs> so, you know, I think that I, I I take your point, and I think that there, you know, for the for the negatives, they're always going to be there. And again, for those negatives that want to be there, listen: if you're a white guy who now wants to get pepper sprayed and and wants to lead the take down the statue you know what? Ultimately it's good go, go for it. Right. I'll sign your stupid petition or whatever else. Um, so I'm not blaming them for, for, for getting that, but I do want people there to kind of like run people when the microphone gets stuck in someone's face to just be there and be like, indict him now. Like, ind- like mm-hmm. that guy was the best, right. you know, just <laughs> grab the microphone. He yeah. like, but oh, we got him. like citizens arrest. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, so, yeah. Uh, I, I want those people there. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, for that, yes. But I feel like with... Like, you look at Cantwell, specifically, and, like, the people that are following him.
0: And his blubbering video, yeah. he,
1: you know? What they want is to be persecuted. They already feel like they're being attacked by all sides. And what they want is to be attacked on all sides. So they have an excuse to get violent they have quote-unquote evidence to back up their arguments of these things we believe are such hard truths that people are attacking us because of it right like that's that is specifically what they're going what they're going Mm -hmm. there for and as even, even even on the base level like like that's what a troll is doing right like a tro- all a troll is trying to do is get a reaction out of you and so i feel like feeding into that is just it's just giving them what they want
0: you you know what you know what the i think the the counter to to you that i would say you know what the ideal is the ideal is exactly what happened in charlottesville get a permit go there be orderly stand there be a present and guess who's gonna get violent they are yeah because they're the violent one
1: but that is more i feel like that is more uh oh you said ideally but i feel like that is more ideal than even than even just nobody showing up yeah yeah because the idea of everyone showing up and nobody acting out is just like that is just not going. I mean, I mean, just on a on a base level, with the, with the way things are going now, you will have people showing up under the guise of being left, and they'll act out just to give the left a bad name.
0: Well, I think so. One thing that I read, I read this this report from a minister who was at Charlottesville, and mm-hmm. they were doing a peaceful protest, and they were lining the streets where the white supremacists were walking, and I do want to call them the KKK. Yeah. I think they are Nazis, but I think the KKK is is the, the that's American, you know. The alt
1: right, yeah. The, the, the <laughs> alt right uh, yeah, is not a thing, and right. we've said this before. The alt right is not a thing. Yeah. It has become somehow a legitimized thing <laughs> in political K, coverage. K, they are a white supremacists straight yes. up. It they, is they, not right. It is not. Alternative to the right of our political spectrum, they are not conservatives yeah they're not Republicans, they are white supremacists
0: and and this minister said that as they were gathering and the KKK were coming closer, that the KKK started bumping into them, you know people like they, they weren't in their way, but they were close enough that the KKK were going out of their way to like shoulder checks. them yeah and some of these antifa you know people um moved in to kind of get violent mm-hmm. and uh or or respond with some you know pushing showing their own maybe and this minister said that they told them like hey stand down We're, we we want this to be peaceful so mm-hmm. and they did so that to me and that's not always going to happen right like like mm-hmm. but that to me is something that needs to be there as a presence, a, a silent, maybe silent, maybe I would chant, but I might just go there and just be a silent presence in my zone uh, against them. Anyone who got violent, I think the violent actions would speak out against them, mm-hmm. right? So either side, if the Antifa got violent and the white supremacist responding got violent, I think you would still see in every picture people nonviolent and on the other side you would see the people with the guns and the shields, you know and and you and it would create that's that convert that that stark contrast and then you are left with people spinning but you're but you're not left with them being able to have their hate you know gathering on their own Mm -hmm. terms. i just don't think that 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 would be the best way to address it um so I, I, I think you know. I've thought about this. Like, where would I be in there? And yeah, I wouldn't be like anti fa. You know, get up. I wouldn't probably be holding a sign unless it was something I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. And I would just be there as a presence, like just to be like, this is not right. You know, like I just want, I just want them to maybe look at me and to see me be like, you know.
1: I, judging I, I wouldn't be able to do that i wouldn't be able to do that. i wouldn't be able to look at any one of those people and keep keep my cool i just wouldn't be able to i'm not like i'm not like a big tough guy right i'm not yeah. like a i'm not like i've never been like a real fight in my life but i know that i have like the psycho suburban rage <laughs> bubbling under that just needs a little, the right trigger you know what i mean yeah. and i know i would not be able to any of those people and just stand there silently or, or I just won't be able to do it but I, I feel like the 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 uh, there's some sort of saying or there's some sort of like uh, colloquialism or whatever it's called that the opposite of love is not hate or the opposite of hate is not love it's indifference right mm-hmm. love and hate are the are different sides of the same coin yeah the opposite of hating somebody is to be completely unaware of their existence. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so that's kind of where I'm coming from. And and it's like, I I just feel like the more powerful statement to the the KKK, because like I said, on some level, you're even showing up there and just standing and not doing anything, you're still feeding into this idea of like, we're truth tellers, we are facing this, even if it's peaceful, we're still facing opposition. To our ultimate plan or whatever, I feel like the the best solution is to just be like, "Who? You know what I mean they did what? Okay, like, like I don't care about these people. These they have no place in our society, and so I'm not going to give them even a second of my time."
0: Yeah. Well, I wrote a screed, um, and my 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 hot take is what what Charlottesville has meant to me is that, you know, words matter and words lead to actions that matter. It, mm-hmm. it matters. And I'm not going to let it, I'm not going to convince myself that it doesn't anymore and ignore things. So I took like the exact opposite lesson. And I have been in my, like, so again, I'm, I'm not just, Posting on Facebook, right? Like Mm. I am committed to, you know, responding in my daily life. I am committed to being more politically active, motivated, you know, attending protests, whatever else, you know, really seeking to educate myself on racial issues and to try and be a force, whether that's my family or whatever else, like to be a force uh, addressing this issue because I- I'm not going to be silent on it anymore. Sure. And I actually have, I see it as the smallest thing I can do to comment on every racist <laughs> comment that I see on Facebook. You know, <laughs> I don't let anything go anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like a crazed hockey goalie, just right. blocking Uh, everything I won't let anything
1: by I've honestly considered making a Facebook account in the past week just to spam the opposite articles to people that we know yeah whether or not even I believe in them just to do it just to just to just throw it back in their face right and I should clarify I'm not I, I wouldn't take that approach as a 360 degree approach I feel like that applies to the to this rally, which, again, they're just looking. I mean, exactly what happened is exactly what they wanted to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But if someone in my personal life is looking for a genuine conversation or I have the chance to engage in a genuine conversation, then, of course, I would. uh, I mean, in theory, I would be for that in practice. At this point, I want nothing to do with anybody that I disagree with politically. Mm -hmm. And that may be terrible, but things have gotten so bad and people have turtled so much and become so stubborn that it just is like it's not worth the frustration.
0: Yeah. See, for me, I think I'm I'm don't I don't troll these people. I engage them with my counter arguments. Yeah. But when I'm done, I'm done. I don't. I don't endlessly you're never going to find you know like 70 comments on one thread from me. Like I say my piece and as soon as I feel like we've reached bottom right. of either understanding or just never going to get it, then I just move on. And I just I basically like for this last guy I commented to, my sign off is basically the same every time. It is Something along the lines of I hope there's somebody in your life that cares enough about you to help you understand how what you said is wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. I don't care enough about you. Mm -hmm. But I I really do hope that you have somebody in your life like that. And I hope they read this. And I hope that you don't delete this, that stays up forever. Mm -hmm. And that somebody at some point in your life, you know, addresses it. And then I just walk and then I just leave it. Mm -hmm. And that has worked really well to just be like, sign off it's clear door shut and right. I don't engage and that and that's I think that's been good but you know also I think that it, it works on the people who don't realize their perspective in any other form they're not going to get it from the people on their feeds right mm-hmm. they're just going to be able to post this like racial racist you know um article that you know head fakes at the beginning, like, I believe white supremacy is wrong. It is Mm. terrible. You
1: know what else is terrible? Right, the worst take.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, what else is terrible is these alt-lefties. Yeah. Let's not forget, you know, somebody posted like, well, what about communist symbology, man? Mm. Like, I don't see people getting worked about that. It's like, I don't see a hammer and sickle in my square. Mm -hmm. I can't point one in virginia beach hampton roads area where i can go you know petition to take it down like it doesn't exist right what we do have are these racist monuments to traitors of america who tried to secede you know because that were
1: like literally built in the middle of like uh, of 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 like racial tension like they were built specifically to signal like you people stay in your place. You know what I mean? Right. Like a lot of these are being built during civil rights struggles as like a way to like remind black people to sort of keep their place. Yeah. Not all of them, of course, but a lot of them are built specifically because of that purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And, and,
0: or, you know, showing me the one, you know, kind of like fame hungry, you know, African-American person who is posting a Facebook post with a Confederate flag behind them Mm -hmm. telling me how, listen, man, this is, you know, and be like, listen, that doesn't, he is not a champion Mm -hmm. in anybody's viewpoint to be like, see, this black guy says it, I can say it too, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, those those are head fakes that I'm willing to engage in and be like, do you understand how basically you're contributing nothing to this you know conversation and what you're saying is actually really offensive you know really Mm -hmm. offensive uh for for what this specific instance incident was you know um and uh and so yeah that's just been my thing where it's like if i if i hear it on the phone talking to people in my you know family if i hear it out in public you know if i see on my facebook feed i'm going to say something mm-hmm. you know i'm just i'm not going to be like oh you know if i get my hair cut again at a hair cuttery <laughs> which i'm it's not going to happen <laughs> right. but if the lady starts in about like i don't care if like she ruins my hair uh, like i'm going to be like hey lady maybe don't yeah. say that stuff to me right i yeah. think i think you're being more offensive than you think you are um to at least have that conversation mm-hmm. so i don't know man i i feel like i feel like um I understand what you're saying. I think in an ideal that could work. But I think these ideas need to be combated because they're because I think they're also they go back so far and they're so embedded that they're they're passive aggressive in us. like they eat away, you know, and people are jumping on them back. Like, well, 30 years ago, I marched with, you know, in a civil rights thing. It's like, OK, 30 years ago, you did a great thing. Mm-hmm. What you just did today was a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that needs to be addressed. And you can't say because what you did then gives you immunity. Right. What you, you did, did today is
1: literally the exact opposite of what you did 30,
0: 30 years, years ago. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've aged out of like, you know, but I mean, you need to you need to get that get that vision back get yeah. that passion back. Um, so anyway, we'll see how long I can keep my saying. I will say at the end of the workday today, I had a mini uh, like anxiety attack. Oh really? I think I think some of it's related to this stuff because it's stressful. Because it, it's stressful not to be like,
1: uh, I don't know, lame about it for lack of a better. Not to like, right? Complain about what it's doing to me in the yeah, midst of yeah, all that yeah. stuff, but it's like just in general the political climate. It's very stressful. Yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of that falls on me because of how much, how close, how closely I'm paying attention to it. But it sucks.
0: Yep. God bless America, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, exactly Not at this point <laughs> exactly. <laughs>